Pope Francis exalts his Mary idol on her Catholic feast day. So what I'm going to do uh, right now in this message, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be quoting from an article that I came across on Crux Now. That's a Roman Catholic website, by the way. And the article is entitled, Tearful Pope Marks Immaculate Conception Praying for Martyred Ukraine. So this was a uh, an article concerning a, a message that the Pope brought forth on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, which was December 8th. So that was uh, yesterday. So uh, what we have here is the Pope, and you can see on your screen, you can see him, that's when he makes his uh, speeches from that window there, the man in the window. So the article says here, a visibly moved Pope Francis marked the Marian solemnity of the Immaculate Conception by praying for the martyred people of Ukraine and urging faithful to invoke the Virgin Mary in praying for peace. At one point, the pontiff appeared to shed tears while mentioning Ukraine. So uh, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, by the way, if you don't know, the Roman Catholics believe that Mary herself was conceived without sin. So as a former Roman Catholic, I know that is a lie. It's not true. Mary was a, a sinner like everyone else. The only person that walked this earth who never had sin was a person by the name of Jesus Christ. So here the Pope is praying for the martyred people of Ukraine. And what is he doing? He's urging the faithful, those are the Roman Catholic people, to invoke the Virgin Mary. Now think about that. You know, I, I, I'm a former Roman Catholic, as I say many times, and I prayed my Hail Marys, I prayed my rosaries, rosary beads, and uh, so on and so forth. But here, you, you see the, the Pope is doing the same thing, invoking people, urging them to invoke the Virgin Mary and praying for peace. The, the question you must ask yourself is, where is Jesus in all of this? You see that, folks? So when I came to Christ, when I was born again of the Spirit, it was all about Jesus. The beads went out the window. You see what I'm saying? The statues, it's bye-bye time. When you come to Christ, it's all about him. The article goes on to say, Speaking to faithful gathered in Rome's famed Piazza di Spagna, which he visits annually to celebrate the December 8th feast, the Pope said he would have liked to come to bring you the thanksgiving of the Ukrainian people for the peace which for so long we have asked the Lord for. Instead, I must still bring you the plea of the children, the elderly, the fathers and mothers, the youth of that martyred land. He said, but voice confidence that Mary is with them and with all who are suffering, just as you were at the cross of your son. So once again, we see Mary being exalted. Mary, uh, being told that Mary is with them uh, and with all who are suffering. So something else you need to realize, another false doctrine, Mary is not divine. Mary is not deity. Okay, she's not omniscient. So, so here he's telling them that Mary is with them. No, she's not. You see, only God uh, can be with the person for, for the believer. We call upon the Lord. You see, when I was born again, you, you realize God is with you. You see, so it's not Mary. She's not a deity. She's not a part of 
the eternal God has. So keep that in mind. Article goes on to say Pope Francis's visit to the Piazza di Spagna for the Immaculate Conception was the first time the annual event has been public since the outbreak of the COVID-19 pandemic. The past two years, the Pope has made the visit alone in the early hours of the morning so as to avoid drawing a large crowd. Prior to arriving at Piazza di Spagna, Francis stopped at the Basilica of St. Mary Major to pray in front of his favorite icon, Maria Salis Papali Romani, which is housed in the Borghese Chapel of the Papal Basilica and which he visits before and after every international trip. After laying his wreath at the base of the giant pillar of the Immaculate Conception in the Piazza di Spagna, the Pope offered Mary both the thanksgiving and the pleas of all your children near and far. So, uh, very serious issues that we're dealing with here, folks. It's amazing that people are not being warned about such things. So, it makes mention here how he goes and he prays at the Basilica of St. Mary Major. Let me put a, uh, a little thing up there on the screen. That's from a time that the Pope, when he went to visit uh, Asia, he took a trip to Asia. So there he is, you see in the uh, picture there, the Pope is praying before that image of St. Mary Major. And what he does, he, he'll pray before he goes on a trip, and when he returns, he'll pray before that image again. So what happens, he prays and he asks Mary, look at that image up there, uh, big Mary, little goo-goo baby. This is what you're seeing around this time of year too around Christmas, you see? This is the propaganda machine. Big Mary, little goo-goo baby. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He's the great I Am. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the first and the last. He's not a little baby rolling around in Mother Mary's arms, folks. So here the Pope, he's asking for protection from Mary when he goes on a trip. And when he returns, he thanks her before that same image. He thanks her for her protection. So uh, you also see, folks, that he offered Mary both the thanksgiving and the pleas of all your children near and far. So, so he's referring to children as being the children of this Mary. I hope you see this, folks. So this all, by the way, this constitutes a counterfeit gospel. I hope you see this. Not the gospel of Jesus Christ has nothing to do with the gospel of Jesus Christ. When I was born again, folks, the Lord opened my eyes. That's what he does. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Absolutely. Back to the article. He offered her the love of men, meaning Mary. He offered her the love of men and women, both Christians and non-Christians throughout the world, who have the greatest gratitude for you, speaking of Mary, and for your beauty, all grace and humility, because in the midst of so many dark clouds, you are a sign of hope and consolation. Francis said he carried with him the smiles of all the children who learn your name, meaning Mary, in front of your image, in the arms of mothers and grandmothers, and who begin to know that they also have a mother in heaven. In moments of life, when these smiles are replaced by tears, he said it is important to know the Virgin Mary and to have experienced her maternal care. So, 
You know, ladies and gentlemen, I've often spoke about uh, this love affair that the Pope, not only him, previous Popes, their love affair with this idol of Mary is totally unbiblical. So, you know, folks, the, the true Christian, you know, we have the Holy Spirit. So the Roman Catholic people, they need the Holy Spirit. When, when the Holy Spirit comes, folks, things change. Everything changes. John 15 and 26, but when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. Now, Jesus spoke those words, folks. So here he's telling the people that the Holy Ghost, the comforter, when he comes, he's going to testify of Christ, not Mary. It's going to testify of me. That's what Jesus said. So, so you need to pay attention here. When the Holy Ghost comes, this is what happened to me, former Catholic, when the Holy Ghost comes, when the Comforter comes, same person, he's going to testify of Christ. So when, when I was born again, it was all about Jesus. Jesus said this, John 16, verses 13 and 14, How be it, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. Glory to God. So I can say, so the Holy Ghost, folks, the Holy Spirit, Spirit of truth, I'm speaking about the same person when you hear me uh, talk that way. He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of himself. Jesus said he shall glorify me. So the Holy Spirit will glorify Christ. Now, you know, I speak often about these apparitions, not only at Medjugorje and uh, Fatima and Guadalupe and Lourdes, they all came forth with false messages, Fatima. And, 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 you know, these messages talk about future prophecies and things that are to come. They're bogus, folks. I'm telling you, you need the Holy Ghost. He will show you things to come. God raises up people. But let me tell you something. They will be speaking in the Holy Ghost if they're truly sent by God. I'll never forget that. And when they speak prophecy, they will come to pass, folks, if they're speaking in the Spirit. So, you know, people are being duped. You see, this counterfeit Mary usurps, usurps the authority of the Word of God. And this is how people get uh, seduced, seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So Christ is the one you need, folks. When he rose from the dead, listen to what happened. Matthew 28 and 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, does that say some power or does it say all power? It says all power. Now, that's a lot of power. If you have all power in heaven and earth, would you say that is deity, divinity? Of course. Jesus Christ is God. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So you, when you have the Holy Ghost, you pray, and, and the Holy Ghost is going to help you pray. And you'll be uh, seeing, folks, through the Word of God, that there's only one mediator. First Timothy 2.5, 2, where there is one God 
and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Once again, that's 1 Timothy 2, verse 5. Let me get back to that article. It says, Francis also offered Mary the gratitude of elderly and aged, whose lives, he said, are woven of memories, of joys and sorrows, of goals that they know well they have achieved with your help, holding their hand in yours. Once again, lifting up Mary, okay? Memories, look, achievements, holding their hand in yours in the hand of Mary. He pointed to families and parents who struggle to make ends meet, the number of which has drastically increased over the past few years amid the coronavirus pandemic and the ongoing energy crisis due to the war in Ukraine. The Pope prayed especially for young couples so that, looking to you, Mary, and to St. Joseph, they may courageously approach life, trusting in God's providence. So now look at this. Not only are they looking to Mary, here comes St. Joe. What on earth? St. Joseph. Now I grew up, you know, when I was in Catholic grammar school for a few years. We used to have to do our assignments and at the top of every page, you would put the initials J-M-J. That stands for Jesus Mary Joseph. Yeah, you used to underline it too. Uh, you see that? So, so Jesus was just one of the crowd. <laughs> you see that? Until I got saved, until I realized who he truly was. You see? So here we got St. Joseph. Look into him. Look into Mary. Counterfeit. Man-made traditions. The Bible says in Proverbs 30, verses 5 and 6, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Don't add to the word of God. Don't be go. Uh, don't tell people to go uh, pray to Mary and Joseph and so on and so forth. Saint Joseph, you're adding to the word of God, it becomes a false gospel. It says you become a liar. The, the truth is, folks, you can call upon the Lord. If you're Roman Catholic, I encourage you to do this, even now as you're listening, or after you stop listening, turn this uh, video off. It says, For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can know you're saved. You know, folks, you're listening today. God, you, you, your conscience, you know you're a sinner. You, you can say, Lord, forgive me, have mercy upon me. Call upon the Lord and, and ask him to save you. It's a promise. It says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Oh, yes. And that's for anybody, no matter who you are, young or old. Doesn't matter, folks. Man or woman, doesn't matter. Boy or girl, call upon the Lord. He will save you. It's a promise from him. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2. It says, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, both theirs and ours. So here, here you go, folks. The true saints of God, when you hear that word saints, every man and woman alive today who's truly been born again of the Spirit, washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, they can be called a saint of God. Hallelujah. You see that? That's how Paul addressed the believers as saints. 
You become a saint when you're born again of the Spirit. Glory to God. You see, if you're thinking, if you're Roman Catholic, you're thinking of the Roman Catholic saints. You see, the little uh, things that are formed by the popes, and they say, okay, this person's a saint, this one's a saint, so on and so forth. No. So the only true saints of God are those who put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, realize that, that they were lost, and they put their faith in him to be saved. Back to the article, Pope Francis specifically entrusted to Mary the youth who have been most affected by the coronavirus pandemic so that they slowly start shaking and spreading their wings and rediscover the taste of flying high. As the world still reels from lack of peace, the Pope said that in looking to Mary, we can continue to believe and hope that love will conquer hatred, that truth will conquer lies, that forgiveness will conquer offense, that peace will conquer war, so be it. So once again, we have the counterfeit Holy Father telling people to look to Mary. He says that truth will conquer lies. That's true. Truth conquers lies. And, and that, that was what happened in my case. I read the Bible. I realized I was lost as a Roman Catholic. And the truth conquered the lies that I was believing. Hallelujah. So I got saved, folks. That's the real deal. That's what you need to know, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely. So I want to just focus a little here at the end of this article as the Pope is talking now about uh, baptism. Oh, yes. This is what I want you to see. It says he focused on Mary's title given by the angel at the Annunciation when he called her full of grace. Though Mary was without sin, this grace was also given to believers at baptism. He said, and stressed the importance of the sacrament, asking faithful if they remembered their baptism date. That day is the day of the great grace, of a new beginning of life, of an original grace that we have. God descended into our lives that day. He said, saying the white garments worn at baptism serve as a reminder that underneath the evil we have stained ourselves with for years, there is in us a greater good that, than all these evils that have befallen us. When things go wrong and we get discouraged, when we get discouraged and risk feeling useless or wrong, let us think about this, about original grace. God is with us. God has been with me since that day, he said. So he's elevating infant baptism. He's calling it a new beginning of life. So they teach when you're baptized as an infant, they teach that's the new birth. That's when you're born again another false teaching. So so I hope you're learning some things here today, folks. Uh, I'm, I'm examining this because I'm talking about the counterfeit gospel of Rome, a very serious thing that we're talking about in this day of unity. So infant baptism, folks, beginning of new life, that's not true. The Bible said this. This is what Jesus said. He said, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. You see? So I was baptized in a Catholic church by a priest. Say, sprinkle a, a little water on your head, and they believe that's when you're born again. Trust me, I wasn't born again. I was on my way to hell. I wasn't born again until 1989, at the age of 36 years old. I was born again of the Spirit. You see? That's nothing to do with a little sprinkle of water on your head. Oh, no. And that goes for adult baptism, folks. You, before you go down into that pool and you, you're baptized, let me tell you something. 
You better be born again before you go into the water because you're not born again when you go into the water. Trust me. When I was, I was baptized as, as an adult in 1989, I went down into that pool, but I went down into that pool. I had a testimony before I went into that water. Glory to God. So that's what you need to do, folks. That's the, that's the biblical way. And keep in mind, 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 50, Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. So folks, your flesh and blood, your body, you know when you, when you die, you, you'll be put in a, a casket, and people will come if, you, if they lay you out, maybe for a day or whatever, however you do it, okay? You, that you, obviously, that flesh and blood's going down into the ground, going into the grave, okay? That can't inherit the kingdom of God. You must be born again of the Spirit. If you're not born again of the Spirit before you die, before your day of death comes, you will die in your sins. So the majority of the world, as I speak to you right now, folks, they are in the condition of being dead in their sins. That's a fact. When I was born again, folks, I knew that. I knew that right away. And I said, my, oh my, I can't, you know, I still find it hard to believe how I got saved, folks. It's an amazing thing to be saved. It's an amazing thing to be born again. It's an amazing thing to know that you're right with God. It's an amazing thing to be washed and justified by the blood of Jesus Christ, saved from wrath because of what he did for me. And, and as I said, you can call upon the name of the Lord. You can call upon the Lord and be saved, folks, because flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. That is why I stress you must be born again. And that has to happen before you die. And it didn't happen when you were baptized as an infant. Trust me. As I said before, I was baptized as an infant but I was not saved. So I'm going to leave it there, folks. I, I, I pray that you meditate on the things that you heard here today. Have a great day.